Sometimes when I sit down to record something, I kind of wait for a second, or even a minute, for some small thing to happen that seems to be a prompt, or it sounds like a beginning, or some kind of a cue, and it can be anything, the wind, bumblebee going by, a certain bird. Or a toad singing, which is what's happening right now. If you can hear that on the recording. I need to get a better recorder one of these days. Right now I'm sitting by a couple acre long beaver pond in Vermont. In front of me is a row of hemlocks growing in the mossy ground. The ground here actually looks a lot like the Pacific Northwest. There's just thick moss and even false hellbore coming out of it, which is a common plant in the PNW as well. Remember the lily family, it kind of looks like hostas, if you've ever seen a hosta. Except it's all on one stem, kind of going vertical. And then I see some wild strawberries here. A bunch of other plants I can't identify yet. And some young hemlocks, and some pines. Lots of different trees. I just turned on my Merlin bird recording app to see how many species of birds were singing at once, and it caught six, but I counted ten. I think there's just so many birds singing at once that it just couldn't discern all of them, which is kind of incredible. Somehow there's no mosquitoes yet. I guess I shouldn't say that out loud. This is just off the cuff. I really didn't have anything I wanted to say in particular. I haven't recorded speaking in quite a while. And I think that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. I guess I feel like the state of the world right now is recovering from a calamity. And then there's like another one waiting in the wings, so to speak. And there's an ongoing one. It seems like we've entered an age of continuous calamities. And I was just thinking about that recently because of a personal calamity. And I, it made me think about something I heard a long time ago that I think I just assimilated and it's become something I just believe in espouse now, which is the only refuge we have in life is in the present. By which I mean any attempt to try and escape the present is just going to lead to a delay in actual comfort.
or actual healing or whatever you want to call it. And sometimes it can, that delay of being in the present can go on for a person's entire life because it's so easy to escape the present. The present is actually kind of painful a lot of the time. But I feel like the present, being aware of what's happening in the moment without seeing it through an anxiety-filled lens or a depressive lens or... In other words, just seeing things how they are, seeing the basic action of life in front of you, whether it's talking to a friend or walking or... I mean, people have gotten a lot into meditating and yoga. That's just basically a practice of being present with like a little trick here and there to make you not get bored. But those moments that we're drawn to by a mo present of being, or by a practice of being present, are really the only moments where life actually occurs. It doesn't happen in the future, and obviously it doesn't happen in the past. And so where else are you going to find the actual living except, like, now? Since, since I have a brain that likes to think about things, I feel like I get distracted and I think, about plans that can happen in the future or things that happened in the past and it's just they don't ever measure up if I think about something that happens in the past it's like I don't have access to that anymore it's nice to have a good memory though and if I think about something that might happen in the future it's just like a vague sense of hope or even dre or dread <laughs> one of the two Yesterday, I was eating lunch. I started working at this farm that mostly grows medicinal and culinary herbs in Vermont here, called Freeverse. And I saw this insect, which is a, it's called an aphid lion, or a junk bug. And its technique is to go around and eat every single bug that it finds. And it's kind of fearless, especially for how small it is. And it just has these massive jaws that actually hurt if it decides to see if you're edible or not. And the thing that's really strange about it is it has all these spikes on its back. And to be camouflaged, it just piles up the victims of its meals on his back and carries them around and sometimes it'll even throw on some wood shavings or some moss or some lichen or something or just like a tiny little piece of wood just basically almost microscopic pieces of wood and I saw that thing wandering around <laughs> and I was like just a good reminder to take benefit from things that otherwise look totally useless. Like for me, something that happened recently could be seen as totally without value, like a huge loss, in other words. 
but I think the only way is to be present and to recognize what it has given me in terms of new perspective. And it's not silver lining necessarily thinking, it's just actually more real than that. It's like beyond the silver lining. It's just seeing things how they actually are, which I think is what observing the present moment really ends up doing. If there's no overlays, if there's just pure experience of something, if there's no judgments or like desires or discerning from one thing to another, it's like the old saying from some Zen dude, it was like, before enlightenment, chop wood and carry water, and after enlightenment, chop wood and carry water. It's like the, the chores still need to be done, no matter what perspective there is about life, what or how advanced you are. It's like you still need to wash your dishes and take care of your relationships, because those are actually the things that life is all about, even though they might seem kind of humdrum and useless. I just heard a cat bird singing. Member of the cuckoo family. They have a really complicated call, but they often hang out in brush totally unseen and make a sound that sounds like meow. <laughs> well, that's about it. I rode my bike over here. It's like a 10-minute ride from where I live in a yurt now, which is crazy because I just saw black bear poop everywhere. And I bet there's moose around here too. It's a very wild place. I think I wouldn't see it as beautiful though if I wasn't aware of it in the present. Maybe some people would just think it is a bog or something. I just heard something clattering across the pond. I don't know if a beaver is working over there, but I'm going to go check it out. So that's it for now. Thanks for listening.